Hey Night Owls, welcome to Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Rachel. And I'm Krista. I don't even know how to start these. I feel like it's been a really long time since I've started one, but we alternate, so that yeah. can't be true. No. Time is just weird. <laughs> also, super exciting, we are in the same room this time. Yeah, so I apologize if our audio is weird, but maybe it's better. I don't know, yeah. since we don't have that, like, Zoom as the middleman. Yeah, we don't have a middle person. It's just us, so we'll see what happens. It feels a little awkward, though. Like, I can actually look at you. I, like, keep looking at my laptop, but I'm like, no, you're not in there. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> look at her face. That's where I can get a response, and then I just feel like I'm staring into your eyes. And then I'm like, it's, it's too much eye contact. We've oh. been in quarantine for far too long. I thought it was lovingly. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got different comfort levels with eye contact. Um, anyways, so for this week's topic, we picked name twins. Um, Krista and I can never find anything, though, where, like, the main character's name is spelled the same way, because we both have, like, unique spellings for our names. Like, our names aren't, like, that uncommon, necessarily, but we have unique spellings. Yeah, definitely never got those keychains. Never. Or, like, little cuffs ever. Mm-hmm. Everyone else just spells it wrong. So, and I even have, like, there's two other ways to spell my name. I guess there's, like, multiple ways to spell your name, too. Oh, yeah. That are, that are, like, more typical, I suppose, in quotes. I'm literally yeah. in a group that's all Rachel's. It's my favorite Rachel. And there's, like, I don't know, probably, like, ten different ways to spell Rachel. My favorite one, though, that I've seen so far is, like, Rachelle. It's, like, R-A-Y, Ooh. like, C-H-E-L-L-E. Like, that's it feels fancy. really fancy. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, I can never find my name on anything. And I was like, well, I just have the extra A, and I can't find mine either. So it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. We, we should, all feel each other's pain. We each have an extra vowel. <laughs> Um, so for my book, um, I actually don't think I've read anything by this author, but I know you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I did Paranoid by Lisa Jackson. I think I sent this book to Gareth's mom, too, actually. I've sent her a few books in the last, like, few months, and I think this was one of the ones I sent her because it looked interesting. Okay. Um, so like I'll it. have to ask her about it, actually, and see how, how she felt. Um, I feel like it's always really hard for me to, like, describe to you these books are, like, the mystery ones because there's just, it's so easy to give away too much information. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get, like, the the TLDR, like, here is what the book is about, but I'm not going to go too far into, like, the actual details because literally every single detail really matters in this. Okay, that's nice, though. Yeah, like, there was a lot of twists and turns where I was just like, maybe it's going to go this way, maybe it's going to go this way. So I think that's something that this author does really well, um... I have some complaints about the book, but that's fine. We'll talk about that at the end. <laughs> but overall, I, I did enjoy the book. Uh, so this book, Paranoid, is about these the small town in Oregon, Edgewater. And uh, it's like this group of people. It kind of goes between like them when they were in high school and then them now. It's like 20 years later, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, basically what happened is when these kids were in high school, one night, Rachel my name twin (laughs) so she is the main character but there are a lot of characters in this book like a lot it was hard to keep track and like that was a real struggle so in high school rachel went with her friend lila to go to the cannery because they're like on it's edgewater right so like they're on the river and it's like this old abandoned cannery where they used to like can fish oh it's like on the river like that's kind of how i picture it like a big concrete building that's like kind of run down that like of course kids are going to go to to like make out or whatever because it's private um so Rachel and Lila like go to the cannery because Lila has been like dating Rachel's brother Luke and she's like I need to go talk to him like I need to talk to him right now and so she's like fine like I don't really want to go or whatever but Luke had been like trying to convince her to go because all of the teenage kids so like the high school kids were going there to like shoot BB guns at each other essentially like <laughs> that's how this like book kind of starts off and I was just like what the hell's going on welcome to small towns yeah kind of that's what I was thinking I was like maybe that's just like a normal thing because like that's not a thing because like literally in the first like five pages and she's like so i pull my pistol out of my and I, like i didn't understand at first that this was like 
like an airsoft like I thought this was gonna get like real <laughs> serious like real quick and then she was like oh no they're like they're like pellets I'm like okay all right that makes more sense to me so they go to the cannery and Rachel doesn't really want to be here and she sees like another friend because Lila like runs off to go find Luke for whatever freaking reason she needs to talk to Luke and um so Rachel sees this other friend that like is also uncomfortable kind of being here and like neither of them had held a gun before they was like you know you don't want to be left out right mm -hmm. yeah especially in a small town I'm sure everyone was there um so she's like okay Violet like let's get out of here and so her and Violet like kind of go to leave and like Rachel like pops off a couple of rounds of her like pellet gun right like in the direction of people when like she's, she like hears people shooting at her or whatever because it's like friggin' dark like you can't see anybody oh wow so I like guess, yeah this is a very dangerous situation <laughs> like I can't like the whole time I was like so anxious for them um so Rachel just as her and Violet are on their way out the door see like hears somebody behind her and so she just like puts her arm behind her and shoots at it and then she sees her stepbrother fall and like start bleeding out oh like this got, like, real, real, real quick. And this is yeah. exactly my fear. Like, this is literally <laughs> why I would never do something like this. But, um, so, like, that happens in high school, right? Like, that's pretty traumatic. And Rachel's dad, Ned, is the, like, police chief. Or I don't even know if he's the chief. He's just a police officer. Mm -hmm. So he's the first one on the scene because he had gone there to look for his kids because he realized that they were, you know, they'd snuck out. And um, so he's, like, the first one on the scene. And so, like, the whole town, like, there's this whole, like, she killed her brother, but she didn't go to jail thing, right? Because she ended up having to, like... Like, they charged her, but it ended up, like, going away. And they were, like, there's, like, this whole, like, conspiracy, basically, that, like, her dad covered for her. So, like, mm -hmm. she still lives in this small town, but, like, I don't feel like she's super welcome. Yeah. Like, her relationships are really strained with everybody. Like, she's not really friends with any of these people, like, because the book itself is primarily 20 years later. Like, literally, what I just described to you happens in the first, like, four pages. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> like, literally. It's, it starts quick. <laughs> It really does. I think there's, like, a prologue or whatever, and that's where it is. It's, like, mm. here's what happened 20 years ago, and then, like, so here's the story. So that's all happened. Like, that's, like, in the past. So Rachel lives in this town. She, like, married someone from the town who was not at the cannery that night. But, like, so she married this guy, Cade, and they have two children, but her uh, and her husband had just recently gotten divorced. Um, and, like, it's called paranoid, right? Like, Rachel's very paranoid. Like, What's it? Cause just because not... you're paranoid doesn't mean they aren't out to get you? That's the thing. But, like, everyone just, like, treats her like she's paranoid because she's got this, like, all this, like, traumatic past and, like, all this guilt for, like, killing her brother, right? Oh, so, understandable. Lila, the reason that she had been looking for him so desperately was to tell him she was pregnant. So oh. she had his son, like, that following Christmas or something. And so, like, it was all very rough. And it's, like, super weird because, like, the whole town, like, being a small town, like, it gets real, like, incestual real, real quick, it feels like, yeah. honestly. Like, not technically. Like, there's no actual incest in this. Let me be clear. But, like, things are, like, too close to home. Like, Lila ended up marrying Rachel's husband's father. And she has Rachel's brother's child. So, not only is she, like, her ex-best friend, but she's also, like, her stepmother-in-law. And then her nephew is also, like, her stepbrother-in-law, but also not. Like, but I feel also like I need, like, a... I need, I need I the need, family like, tree drawn out in the back of the book or something for this. Exactly. Like, so that I'm was, like, really complicated in the first, like few chapters for them to like really explain this um and it's not all like through one person's perspective either like it's not always from like rachel's perspective and that's one of the things that i found kind of complicated to keep up with i felt the first half of this book was kind of slow um so like at this point though like really what the book ends up being about is like so it's 20 years later and murders start happening again in their small town like that's not mm. a normal thing and they're like people who were there at the cannery they're people who were there that are the victims um, the people who, so, like, they were friends of, um, Rachel, 
who they were the people who testified that like oh i don't think that like she did it on purpose and like i also have doubts that she shot him so like some of the girls basically like during the whole trial part at the um like in in high school we're just like well i can't say that she did it for sure like there were a lot of a shooting you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and one girl was like well i think i saw like an actual like fire like gunfire come up but it was next to her but i couldn't really tell because i didn't have my glasses on it was dark you know Mm -hmm. so there was just like enough reasonable doubt and so like the the people who ended up being murdered were like people who were like involved in like helping her not go to jail right Mm -hmm. and so like she's starting to like freak out like is someone coming after me she starts getting these like weird texts and like someone writes like killer on her front door like spray paint her ex-husband catches somebody like sneaking in the back yard and like being intimidating so this is a lot a lot of this like okay who would want this like who would have a vendetta at this point like is it really connected because it's like it's been 20 years and half the town you know just assumes rachel did it or whatever and then like the other half the town's like well maybe not Mm -hmm. so like the town's really torn so it's like but who would be like that upset about it at this point so like she finds out so luke was actually her half brother not her full brother Mm mm-hmm so, like, there's some suspicion that it's, like, it's his biological father who'd recently got out of jail, right? Okay. So, like, there's a lot of people here that are at play. Like, one of her former classmates goes missing, so it's, like, it could be him. But it's, like I said, not always from Rachel's perspective. And you know how sometimes when they're from, like, different people's perspective, it'll change. Like, the top of the chapter will be, like, Rachel, Cade, you know, mm-hmm. how, like, they'll title them. She doesn't do that here. So, like, and sometimes it'll be, like, mid-chapter. It'll, like, change to a different classmate. Like, it'll, like, mm. ch- like, do that, like, chunk paragraph. Yeah. And it'll be, like, and this person. So there's no, like, real one main character. Like, Rachel's a main character. Like, really, it's focused it's around her, her story. Yeah. But it's not always from her perspective. Um, so because they do it from all these different people's perspectives, like, I get a lot of information. But it also feels really repetitive at the beginning. Because it's, like, she saw it this way. And then he saw it this way. And then they saw it this way. And I'm, like, oh, my God, I get it. <laughs> Like, especially when, like, no one really had that different of a perspective either. Like, they're very similar. It's not like I got an extra detail. Like, it felt like it was very much the same. Um, Everyone is agreeing this is what we saw. Right. Or, like, all of these people are on her side. I get it. Like, we understand they saw You just give me a list of all the names of everyone who thinks she did it, who she thinks did it. Right. So, like, the, the focus is basically, like what's going on in this small town at this point like what really happened like her her ex-husband starts to suspect that like maybe rachel didn't actually do it like she's lived with this guilt for all this time but like maybe she really didn't like so he's trying to figure out like what really did happen to luke so he starts kind of opening that case again which like some of the police are like well it's cold and some of them are just like we know who did it Mm -hmm. right so um i thought it was really interesting i like I said, it was very repetitive in the first half. I understand why I needed all of that information, considering how many people are at play here. Um, and it, you know, adds more suspects to the pool. Yeah. Like, it's true. like, what's their involvement? Well, why are they like this? Um, truly, though, I, like, didn't actually see coming necessarily what happened. Like, I, I had some, like, I had a few guesses along the way. But I guess all the normal suspects, like, all the people you would suspect. And I don't think I really saw the ending coming. And, like, you got all of the information, like, literally on the last page. Mm, like it she like, wrapped up super quick it really did um it's funny there's like parts of it like throughout the book where it'll be like patient therapist and it's like in italicies so it's like this person's like conversation of them like with their hypnotherapist but you don't know which of these characters it is so like having mm-hmm. all these different characters helps make that like who could it be mm-hmm. i felt like i had figured it out and i did um figure it out but still like there's a lot of like well, who is it like who's got all these so it's like a very jumbled perspective but she did a really good job of like I mean, it's supposed to be paranoia. It makes sense that you would have all of these suspicions and all of these different people at play. So I thought it was pretty good in the end, and the twist was good. That's part of why I, like, held on, even though I was kind of feeling, like, meh at first. I was like, 
but she's a New York Times bestseller. Like, there's got to be a twist. Like, there's got to be a reason. Like, it's good. Yeah, and she has a lot of them, and people do she really does. like her. She And, yeah, exactly. She's mm-hmm. very popular. I don't like to not like popular authors. <laughs> I don't like to not like authors, period. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I thought it was really good. I would recommend it. I would probably give it, like, a three and a half, because, like, okay. all of the real action did happen in that last quarter. Yeah. Um, you have to hang on. It's just and... a slow start, but, like, if you feel like getting to that point, it's like a slow burn. Okay. Yeah, not cool. bad. Not bad. What is crazy is the similarities between our two books. Oh my god, right. So, first wait. off, one, Krista is actually, like, not that common of a name. Like, I don't know that many people even named Krista. It was, like, I knew, like, one gal in high school, but she spelled it wrong. She I had spelled a boss, it like this one. but that was, like, it. Yeah, like, it's not super, super common. And so, like, trying to, like, Google, like, books with Krista as a main character, I just get, like, there's a whole bunch of romance authors named Krista, or at least their pen name is Krista, I don't know. But I wanted, like, an actual one. So there's this one. This is a series. It's, like, a, a whodunit poli- police procedurally type one. Um, and then I found, like, one other one, but it was the CH kind of Krista, but that was a children's book. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I guess I did finally find one other one, but the mom was named Krista, but she died in the pro... She, like, dies in the prologue. And I was like, well, that doesn't really count. She's already dead. She doesn't get brought up. So... Does not count, no. I did Girl Most Likely by Max Allen Collins. Um, I, I had... this is on my list. I had read some reviews just poking around on him um, and apparently this is uh bottom of the barrel for him like people love him and they were like this one he just, just kind of he, he kind of phoned it in which mm. i kind of i can see it so um our main character our main character is crystal larson and she is 29 years old we were born in the same year, so like I thought that was extra kind of fun. Is that like we're the same age? I like, love that. This book came out in twenty nineteen, so I would have been there. Um, but she is the police chief of this tiny little town in Illinois, and she's the youngest female chief police chief in the nation. Um, she would be the youngest chief ever, but there's like a guy who ended up being chief of some tiny little podunk town who's like twenty four, mm-hmm. so he like beat her. Uh, but it's still really cool. Um, so it's her, so she's, there's like 12 people counting in the entire department, there's 12. There's her, the chief, they have the, um, office dispatcher person who's, like, clerical, does, like, oh, you need, you lost your cat and you want to, like, make a report, but then she also, you called 911 because your baby is on fire, like, she's doing both of those. It's a very... A lot of work. Yeah, it's very weird, and then she takes her lunch noon to one, and Krista has to cover for her during that time. It's, like... I get it, you're small and budgety. Yeah, I was going to say small but, town probs. Um, but, so how it, the book basically starts is, um, and this is one thing that I really like about it, so it starts with this chapter, well, like, there's a little prologue, it doesn't matter, but it starts with a chapter, and you're the killer. So, like, how he writes when we are being, oh, because it's about a murder. Somebody was murdered. Krista's the shock. police. Shock. She got to figure out who done it. That's where we're at. Um, so, you're the murderer, so it's like, oh, you're- Like, the f- book's from the perspective of the murderer? All the murderer chapters are. So <gasps> I love it'll it. be, yeah, so you'll have a chapter of that and that starts. So it's like you're in, you followed her to Clearwater, Florida, and you're stalking her and at her job at Best Buy, and you, you, and she goes to her theater job, and then now you're hiding in her carport, and you stab her seven times, and you're just like, I do this? Okay. I feel empowered. I have my black raincoat on. I have my kitchen gloves. They feel kind of funky on my hands. I'm not used to it. And then, so that happens. So it starts with the murder of this gal named Sue in mm-hmm. Clearwater, Florida. And you have, we don't know why. Like, we know that, like, because they talk, um, like, the murderer, you the murderer, and Sue. 
have a conversation and she you're kind of like asking for forgiveness for something that you did in high school mm. um and she doesn't really want to but it's been 10 years and so she's trying to like be like all right whatever like i'm a full grown adult like just let like, it go say your piece and get out of my life is kind yeah. of where she's at um so yeah so that happens but then you still kill her and her oh. murder goes unsolved because you live in like illinois and so it now we come back to like we're in illinois now and we're at chris's perspective and um the 10 their 10 year reunion is coming up in like a week or something like that and so like a bunch of people are going to be coming back into town a whole bunch of people stayed in this tiny little podunk town like a lot of them didn't leave i like that yours was like clearwater mine was edgewater <laughs> yeah or mine was what was mine i don't actually know Part of it was. Also, a lot of them were, like, French names that I couldn't pronounce. Mm. So, I don't remember exactly gotcha. what it was. So, so that might funny. not be it. But, yeah, it's just, like, yeah, I loved it. Um, like, literally, when you were talking about your book, there are so many similarities between the two. It's ridiculous. I'm intrigued with the murder chapters. Like, that's yeah. so interesting. That was probably, like, my favorite part of the book, is any time that you were in the murderous perspective, it was that, like, you language where you are doing it. Mm. So, it added something. So, um... Krista, like, is getting lunch with her best friend, Jessie, who they went to high school together, and she's, like, and they're gossiping as, like, high school girls do. Like, that's one thing, like, I have a lot of issues with the book. I'll just talk about them at the end. Um, basically, they're talking about, like, oh, who's going to be coming to the reunion, da-da-da-da, because Jessie's on the committee. Mm. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, Sue was murdered. Did you hear that? That was a couple months ago. And she was like, no, I didn't hear that. And so you're like, okay, they know that. And then they're like, do you think Astrid's going to come? She was voted girl most likely hence the title of the book but she's like a news reporter in chicago she's like one of the two she's like quote unquote famous for their class of like in their class is like 60 people 50 people something like that um and then they have like a lawyer like those are like their two like famous people who like got out i like definitely left it out but like a class reunion was a major focal point in mine too it was like they were planning it for the 20-year reunion that's yeah why I was, oh my oh god my that's gosh, so that's funny so many similarities How do they do that's this? crazy wow, that's wild um and so the Reunion happened. Oh, yeah. So she had, like, just kicked out her, like, shitty boyfriend that she was dating. Um, Good for her. Because her, so, like, six months prior, her mom had passed from cancer, and her dad's been, like, living alone oh, since. Sad. And they, like, had a heart-to-heart, and he basically was like, well, like, out of the blue. Like, they're sitting down about to start, like, a movie, which they do every single week. And he was like, so, yeah, last Tuesday, I sat with my gun in my mouth for, like, three hours. <gasps> and she was like, hey, you want to come, like, move back into my house? Also, she lives in the house that she grew up in because her dad was a detective across the river in Iowa, I think, at like another little small podunk, slightly Mm. bigger, but still small podunk town. And so like, or maybe he was chief there, actually. I don't remember. He made it like pretty high up. And so like his last six years before he retired, it made sense to move over because Krista was also Mm. old enough that like she was a police officer at this point or something like that. And so basically how she became chief is that he had a murder over there and she helped because I think the murderer like crossed the river mm. or something. He came down to her territory. And so she like helped catch him. And so like, that's kind of like what made her name and got her to be the chief. Um, so he moves back in. And so, um, but the reunion happens, everyone shows up. There's like a little thing on Friday that's just like a casual thing in a brewery, whatever. And then there's supposed to be the big banquet, fancy dinner thing Saturday with dancing, music, all that stuff. And then a Sunday brunch. And one of their classmates owns the, like, resort. And so, and it's the off-season. And so, he gave them all these rooms for, like, super dirt cheap. So, everyone who doesn't live there is staying at this resort, basically. Okay. Which is important. And so, they're like, oh, gosh, we have to move Astrid, girl, most likely, if she's going to show up or not. Um, 
but she does on Saturday and she like walks in and they're like talking about like how expensive all her clothes is and like oh my gosh and all the boys are like fawning over because when she was in high school she liked to steal the most popular she liked to steal the boyfriends of the most popular girls mm. and like date them for a little bit and leave them and then of course there's Rude. like rumors that she's like super easy and like will put there's out for anybody rumors um so all these things are happening but she like is kind of trying to want to make amends and apparently she wants to like do us this story about um like, because uh, it's, like, this was written in 2019, so, like, the hashtag Me Too was, like, really prevalent. Mm-hmm. And so she wants to do this, like, expose story about sexual misconduct. And so she, like, asked Krista about it, and she was like, hey, like, do you want to come over tomorrow morning? She's like, I just want to, like, talk to you about it. Like, if, like if someday I'd like to do, like, official, like, oh, gosh, I just hit my mic. Um, <laughs> oh, ah! no, Mike. Mike problems. Misbehaving. Um, she wants to, like, do an official recording, but she was like, we can just, like, talk about it for now. And Chris was like, okay, yeah, because Chris wasn't planning on going to the brunch thing. Um, so she's like, yeah, so she goes over that next morning. And also, there is a, at this point, we're probably like halfway through the book. Um, I'll talk about how we made it halfway through the book at the end. But mm. so um, Krista goes over at like eight in the morning and like knocks on the door, doesn't like no answer. She calls the cell phone. Oh, sorry, guys, everybody, my mic is just. It just like suddenly decided it was okay. like not having a day. It is possessed. It is paranoid. That's it. Um, so she like knocks on the door, no answer. She's like, that's really weird. Like she was very adamant. Like Astrid was very adamant that she wanted this meeting with Krista. And um, so then she um like calls her cell phone, nothing, calls the landline, nothing, and is like, okay, this is weird. Finds like the fake or finds the key in the fake rock, lets herself in. Astrid's been murdered. Which we already knew that because um we were the murderer a little bit before this, and we killed her. Oh, gotcha. So we knew that that was happening, but I wanted to I wanted to tell you about it from Krista's perspective. <laughs> so she has to obviously go into, like, cop mode, and, like, so now it's like, well, gosh, that's crazy. And she's been stabbed, like, basically, it's the same murderer as who killed Sue. Oh, gosh. Like, that's not, a, that's not a giveaway. We know that we're not, like, a brand new murderer. So we know that as the reader slash murderer, but... The town doesn't know that. The town doesn't yeah. know that. Um, and so this is the first murder in 20 years in... This, the town's Galena, 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 something like that. Oh, Galena. Sure. Great. I've heard of it. Um, so yeah, so the first murder in 20 years. And so her dad's retired, but she basically ends up asking him to come on as a consultant because she's kind of like slightly in over her head, but also like they were like friends in high school, like in elementary and middle school, they were like best friends. Mm. And then Astrid stole her shit boyfriend, Jerry, who was the one who she dumped as an adult again, like. He's trashy. Like sounds like Astra did you a favor. Exactly. Yeah. And Krista does say that. Like Astra goes to apologize and she's like, No, you did me a favor. Like I should have listened and not redated him. Right. Um, and so they have to like start doing that. Like they start like investigating it. And Keith, her father, is like, Gosh, there's kind of like a lot of similarities among your friend Sue, who was murdered. And Krista's like, Yeah, no, I think that too. Like that's weird. Like, is it, like, because they had just, the uh, Clearwater Police Department had figured it was just, like, some maniac who was just driving through and just stabbed her. But there's, like, no signs of, en- like, forced entry. Like, it's very obvious that the these women knew their killer and let their killer into the home somehow. Mm. Um, when he kills, or she, when we, I guess I should say, when we kill uh, Astrid, we, like, put duct tape over the door when she let us in. So that's how we got back in. But I see. Classic. Yeah. Um, But so basically that's what it is, is that then they have to start, um, they start interviewing everybody and there's a lot of things that are really annoying about their shoddy police work, but it gets resolved. (laughs) Don't don't you fret. They figure it out. They're like, gosh, I'm kicking myself for not asking that. And you're like, 
harassment. Yeah. And like, so the book drags on for flipping ever. It was a chore to read. Is this a long one? Um, it was 260 pages, but it's like one of those like, um, kind of mass produced type books. So like mm. the fonts, like it's not like big. It like, just kind of drug a little. It's just really boring until the last 40 pages. It's really boring. <laughs> the last 40 pages, it finally picks up. There's like a ton of police work, a ton of investigating. Um, there are a lot of, I think they're what, red herrings, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, where, because it's like they discover something and then you are talking to this person. And you're like, oh my gosh, are they the ones that did it? They right. could totally be that person. Um, I did not guess at all who it was. That's good. Like wasn't even on my radar even though you have the killer's perspective you still couldn't guess it. yeah that's good yeah, yeah he wrote when you're the killer you have and i think it's probably why he did it with the you because then you don't know if it's a man or a woman you don't know any details about yourself as the killer mm-hmm. um he, but yeah he starts like devolving or she starts devolving um i start devolving as the murderer i suppose i should say uh, but things that i greatly hated about this book and why i do not recommend anybody read it um he spends so much time telling you about every single outfit every character wears every single time they're brought on oh my god why and like you would you might think oh maybe he's giving you clues as to who the murderer is yeah no no because the murderer we wear a black raincoat we buy a new black raincoat every time and we put it we zip it on it doesn't that doesn't help at all like i understand like kind of painting the a picture of like what a character like dresses like and what their style is and like what their no, vibe so is but is it like too detailed it's not just like they dress really classy and like white no, pantsuit it's okay so um this couple comes in at the reunion and he is a used car salesman and so he's in his khakis and his blue buttoned up shirt and he's also wearing a blue and white striped tie which is what everybody else is wearing here oh but this one is on oh, his wife she's wearing something a little too tight and a little too revealing and it's pink but it's every single person we have to know what they're wearing it honestly sounds it reads like you know when you're in high school and you have like a word count or a page count for a homework assignment and you're like just embellish how can i make this take more like oh Oh. i can over describe like literally we knew the color and style of every single tie um he would tell us the kinds of knots on the men's ties that's not useful to the story doesn't add anything it took it would take so long to get through that and then the other thing that was really annoying to me is that for coming out in 2019 it he wrote it like he wrote it in the early 2000s mm. like at one point like they're at the reunion and one of Krista's girlfriends from high school comes up and like asks her to dance and in parentheses it's like clearly only in a friendly platonic way girlfriend like yeah it's like one of her girlfriends like a friend yeah who also happens to be a lady I was like that didn't need to be said and then early on there's like the murder and one of them is like, oh, yeah, he did it. And somebody's like, or oh, she. Ladies can be murderers, too. And you're like, yeah, dope. Ladies can also be murderers. Cool. Call it I out. appreciate that, yeah. So then for the rest of the book, anytime anybody talks about the murderer, they go, he or she. They. Like, just say they. They. Whoever they were put duct tape on the door. Whoever they were, Sue clearly knew their killer. I feel like even, even before, you know, I mean, growing up, using like gender pronouns and things was just like fairly normal so like even before like people were like really aware they yeah. still would you'd still say they for it, like if you wanted people if you wanted the suspicion like i feel like that's that's a very yeah like, appropriate term always yeah like, just for, say they the fact that it was written in 2019 i'm just like it's are, baffling i'm like are you kidding me like we're still doing this because it also just sounds like did somebody correct you was somebody like hey max you gotta make sure that's he or she like you gotta women could kill too 
So overall, I'm giving it two and a half stars. It's not great. Because there was just so many unnecessary stupid facts. It's pretty shoddy police work. Like the fact that they managed, and also they managed to find the killer in like four days after he killed Astrid. Or she killed Astrid. I see. Even I'm doing it now. They got me doing the You case. just read it too many times. Now it's yeah. stuck. He or she. They. Uh, they. After I, the murderer, killed Astrid. Like, granted, the murderer starts, like, devolving and does do other things that kind of, like, helps. Like, I mean, just if you watch any kind of criminal show, you know that they start devolving and things happen. So it did help. But, yeah, they, like, do it in four days. It seems kind of and unrealistic. So, yeah, especially for, like, all these, like, terrible other things that they missed. And they're like, I'm pretty sure that everybody's lying to us. And it's like, then ask them just because you're friends. I don't know. I could go on and on about why I didn't like it. <laughs> Those are kind of the big broad ones. That's A fair. lot of the work was unnecessary. But like I said, the last, like, 40 to 60 pages, it picks up. We stop caring about what people are wearing. We're way more focused on, like, who actually did it. And he, uh, Max, the author goes through because like you're sitting there being like okay probably like these six people like maybe these three like these three i'm pretty confident and these other three maybe and he just knocks them out like and he sets you up and you're like yep that was it what no okay fine. like seriously fine then it's obviously gonna be the resort host person he lied about where he was in august and then and you're like oh Maybe he maybe he less lied than I thought he lied. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't so know. like yeah, so he does that really well. Where it's like quick, 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 and then yeah, like I said, the person who did it, one hundred percent. Like I kind of had an inkling. I was like, okay, maybe it's somebody in this group. And I don't want to give it away because I know you would know who it is. Right. Um, like it might be part of this group just based on these things that you these kind of things you keep bringing up. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but that doesn't make any sense. Like I feel, like I felt like he was the author was trying to lead me towards that one. But turns out it was right. And he Maybe was like, he actually kidding. was. But yeah, I don't know. So two, two and a half. Don't read it. There's I'm, a- I'm glad though that like both of our books, even though like it's kind of slow and there are definitely some complaints and some issues with like the writing. Oh my god, one of the ones that I forgot to mention that I just remembered though, she uses like periods instead of commas. Oh, like. And you know how, like, you, you put a sentence down, and then you put a comma, and then you put someone's name? Uh-huh. She puts period, and then the name. Oh, that's annoying. Or they're, like, very, like, staccato sentences where it's, like, three words, three words. Like, of course is one that would just be, like, a standalone sentence a lot. Oh it would be, like, blah, 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 of course. But, like, a period, and then of course. I'm just... <sighs> but, like, even though we had some complaints and there are some issues with these authors, they did a good job in not letting us know who, the, who that's the, who done it. That was good, like, yeah. And that's and a challenge. Because it was just the writing stuff, because after you brought that up, it reminded me that it was every time somebody said something, it was Keith said, Krista said, and it's like, yeah. they're, they're having a back-and-forth conversation. They're the only two people in the entire like, of house. They said. I know who it is. Like, you say it the first time, and I know what's going on. So, yeah, don't read it. There's a second one's out. I will not be reading the second one. Would you try this author again? Because you said that this was, like, a lower rung for his books. I might. If we do, like, a an author redemption episode or something we like should, that. We should, because you and I both didn't like Lisa Jackson very much, and then you didn't like that one either. Yeah. And there's a lot to choose from in that. Yeah, so I might do that. If we did something like that, I, I would try again. I would just do, I would read a lot more of the reviews mm-hmm. and kind of go off that and trust people a bit more. I just did this one because, you know, name twin, and that was yeah. what we were doing. Yeah, totally. Um, Next topic is what? Summer. 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 It's here. So it'll be summery books. Somehow. I know. It's super vague, but that means we can read kind of whatever we want as long yeah. as there's summer in it. Yeah. I just was going for like reading the backs of books. And I was like, okay, this one says summer happened. Okay. Yeah. Trying to make summer. sure that it only happens in the summer. So we'll see. 
I'll uh, try. Come back for that in two <laughs> weeks. Um, let's see. Socials. Instagram is Isn't It Past Your Bedtime and Twitter, IIPYB underscore pod. You can check out our website at Isn't It Past Your Bedtime.com. See what's in the archive, what we've talked about in the past, and what's coming up next. We've got lots of things you want to say. We do have an email, Isn't It Past Your Bedtime, uh, gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Tell your friends. And yeah, we'll talk to everyone later. Bye. Bye.